0: What have you been doing this summer? Have you been getting
1: around, uh, going places? We went to the beach. We we go to the beach every summer, so that was fun. Uh, I haven't done a ton of traveling. We had uh, my brother-in-law, and my niece and nephew from Spain came in, Sweet. and they were here. They left just a couple of days ago, but they were here for about a month, so we've oh, been doing cool. a lot with them. They came to you. And he's been, my brother-in-law, Aaron, has been on this show before. He was one of my close friends right. before I married his sister. So it worked out well. It's cool. Well, you know, we have fun hanging out. And uh, and you remained friends. We remained, remained friends. We there, a was a, there was a bumpy patch. Yeah, it's really cool now because, <laughs> you know, your family member is a friend. You gave him three
0: steps. friend. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he might have stepped me out at one point. <laughs> and I'm what doing the uh, Skinner Reconsidered podcast again, so... That's, that's what I heard. That's really all that matters. Yeah,
0: that's th- yeah i got to keep it between the ditches here and uh, play play by your rules. <laughs> yeah. I just start this thing out where we're just chatting about our no, shit.
1: This is how we do it. I guess I'll do a proper intro. So I plan on uh, Ryan's This is off the record, guys. Everybody okay. close their ears. Put your fingers in your ears. I'm just talking to Ryan now. Because you're too lazy to edit it. <laughs> we'll see. I mean... <laughs> I'll probably try for a while, and then I'll say, Hey, Ryan, would you mind editing this? (laughs) I mean, you're so much better at it. (laughs)
0: Thanks for having me on here now too. Like, I it's it's kind of weird, right? Like, I do want to say on the record just how much this show has meant to me, and how much you mean to me, and how our relationship that we've built from from me just catching this show. I think like I randomly stumbled on it when I was just on some Skinnerd kick mm-hmm. because of like listening to a Corrosion of Conformity cover or something like that, and I just was typing in bands that I liked when I was thinking about doing one myself and uh, yeah just randomly found you and like even like since we we gravitated towards Twitter and we talked back and forth on there um, it's just a strange way to meet someone (laughs) absolutely (laughs) because I I don't even think you were on Twitter I think I actually emailed you and I was like you should just try getting on Twitter or whatever because when I went on Twitter I, I met Nate and the Deep Purple guys there and like saw that there's some conversations going on about these single band things, and yeah, uh, yeah it was just it's just kind of it's a wacky way to meet somebody. But like, I love you, man. You're awesome, and we've met up in re- in, real in real person life. a couple times. It's it's really cool for forty-something year olds to <laughs> be able to like meet a new friend. And uh, yeah, and and just the show in general, I I love it. Even though I mean, there's a, when I did guest on a few episodes, I got looped into some kind of a, murder charges and all this wacky stuff well <laughs> that, we're just controversy but we've moved past that i think <laughs> <laughs> we've moved past that no one's listening to the previous seasons at this point of course not you got your boys and they're following you through here right <laughs> and the new new listeners you're picking up i'm sure uh, yeah uh, yeah <laughs> but anyway i just wanted to to thank you for doing this thing and bringing it back and i've always been a proprietor or supporter no, you Why have, you man, and I, I
1: love you too, up. and we've become actual real-life friends, and it is a weird way to meet someone. No joke, someone, people, no joke. Yeah, we, we are actually close friends. We hang out in real life when Rye's work sends him down here to Nashville, and we chat <laughs> yeah, all the time. I get time. paid
0: to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, as, long as, as paid, long as I'm on I the clock. And you know what? So I was going to do something similar. I was going to save it for the end, but you give given me the perfect segue now. First, no, I was going to tell I, you I, that step no. on your, uh, no, your thank you. Romance moment. This is perfect. <laughs> the, the reality is I probably would have never gotten to this point with the podcast. If it weren't for you, you were the very first person to ever email me about the podcast. And you, you said that you, you found it, you liked it. And of course at that point I had, I did the entire first season and I just put it all on, uh, wherever you put podcasts, uh, you know, Apple <laughs> podcasts and all that. And, uh, did it for fun never thought anyone would listen and then I got this email from you I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe someone had listened I couldn't believe there were other people doing single band podcasts because I thought that yeah. was my that was the more shock weird idea movie. but so yeah I mean as much as it's just fun to do the reality is it's also a lot of work it takes a lot of time is, so man. to do like I don't know 50 60 however many episodes I've done you've mm-hmm. got to get a little bit of feedback and encouragement at some point and, yeah. uh, and you gave me that, and then you, you, you already had a, your show, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, which was popular, and then we met on Twitter, you uh, advertised me to everyone, and it honestly is what gave me a jump start to actually get some listeners, so yeah, it's you, Yeah, that,
0: that's the thing, you gotta find the little community, there's a community for every little fucking thing you do out there, so all you people who are thinking of doing your uh, single band <laughs> deep dive podcast, uh, go for it. Try it mm-hmm. out. There's people out there that'll hang with you for a bit, at least. No
1: <laughs> Send us an email. If we like it, we'll, yeah. we'll talk to you. If we don't, I don't know. Maybe it got lost. That email got lost. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but Okay, but all this leading up to what I thought I would do. I just thought of this before, the, before this recording. I know. And uh, we can edit it out if it's embarrassing to either one of us, but I don't think it will be. Okay. I, I don't manage my email account, so I'm willing to bet that that very first email that you sent to me years ago (laughs) is still in my uh, email account. So what if we read to the people out there (laughs) the moment that we met, where this magic started.
0: you are very excited. Look at this. Yeah, I'm very excited. Like I said, it could
1: be embarrassing. I mean, these are our private communications, so we can always cut it out. Just
0: don't share the private pictures that I sent.
1: (laughs) No, that's just for me and you. Okay, hang on. Let me find this. What's the date on it? That's it. What... <laughs> God, it was a long time ago. It's taken me so long to do these five albums. <laughs> so on March twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. My hmm. life changed forever. I got Different an email decade. from Sabbath Bloody Podcast, and it reads: <laughs> Fantastic podcast, brother. I absolutely love your format. It's like listening to a goddamn mirror, I tell you what, (laughs) and you stop listening (laughs) with two eyes. I really enjoy your approach and appreciate your piss takes on some of the less than stellar Skinnered moments. Also, I do a Black Sabbath podcast with a very similar flavor, Uh, and I'm learning a lot from your show's structure. You're doing a great job making the content digestible. I'll plug you when and wherever I can. Mm -hmm. Turn it up. (laughs) P.S. Can't wait for coming home. And on the hunt, uh-huh. those tracks send me Hey right. And who would have thought, all these years later? Well, I mean, this might be yeah. a bit of foreshadowing for this home. episode. We might talk about coming home a little bit here in a moment. Yeah,
0: that's the plan.
1: And on the hunt, you guest hosted that episode.
0: And, no, I didn't actually. No, you I did wanted not. to. <laughs> um, I swapped it out. Yeah, I because mean, <laughs> no, I remember, happen. like my my top like Skinnerd songs are. I like uh, yeah On the Hunt is one of them obviously and then um, Cry for the Bad Man and Needle in the Spoon and then like I don't know Tuesday's Gone or something that's can, like, right
1: and you did Needle in the basic. Spoon on this show and you that's did right. uh, Cry for the Bad Man is that right yeah I'm sorry I yeah. just don't remember I didn't, I didn't
0: I didn't get in on on the hunt
1: and I, and I will say before we get into that just to be equal opportunity should I read my response to you where yeah. I'm sure I'm trying to sound cool and funny and try to be charming, make a new friend. Which I guess I nailed it. And I'm sure you use a lot of whys. <laughs> Probably. Oh god, it's long. Uh, I'm gonna have to skip through this. Uh oh. That's I'm so wordy. I was so excited, I'm sure. I said, Holy shit, <laughs> an email from a real non weirdo who enjoys the podcast. Very much appreciated. It's early, but so far it's been mostly skinnered rednecks checking in saying, what the fuck is this, and checking out. That is true. You were my first email, but there were like on Instagram, and there was like, you know, people like didn't like it. I got like a <laughs> couple bad reviews. Uh, and I was typing like a redneck by the sounds of my <laughs> opening there. And I said, I listen to your podcast. I'm not a Black Sabbath or metal guy, although I do like some songs here and there. Anyway, you're extremely insightful, <laughs> well-informed, and articulate, and your audio sounds amazing. Which pisses me off. I'm still using a cheap mic and a laptop, learning how to record and edit for the first time. Oh, God. I still haven't learned. (laughs) Four years later. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, some things never change. Yeah. You can't teach an old dog new tricks.
1: This is probably very boring to most people, but... Uh, It's inside baseball. It's very inside
0: baseball. But
2: love this stuff. Um, That's where it all started. But
1: honestly, man, I really appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten this far without you. That's actually true. Oh, well, cheers, man.
0: This is like a celebration of our uh, friendship. There Let's you go.
1: full circle here.
0: We're coming home. Coming home, baby. Have we, have we, t- have we hinted enough at what we're going to cover tonight? Nobody
1: knows what song we're going to cover. <laughs> <laughs> Let me officially welcome you to the podcast. Maybe we move this around. Maybe we don't. But, um, <laughs> Rye, welcome to Skinnered Reconsidered from the Florida border up to Nashville, Tennessee. From the swamps of northern florida to the swamps just north of baton rouge this is the only podcast where i review every skinner song this is the world's number one leonard skinner podcast so we're very happy to have you on here today you finally got your bullets number one number one baby i I think it's the only one still (laughs) I
0: think so, too. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I keep I finding... You know. I actually found a Slayer podcast today. And oh, I've yeah? been looking for one for years. Yeah. You never know. They keep popping up. They keep popping up. So... And usually they get caught in our web of our little uh, uh, network that we once spawned and that we we're completely inactive in, but <laughs> is still thriving with plenty of uh, dorks like us.
1: It is. Joining. It turns out, like I said before, there are a lot of single band podcasts Uh, and it's cool we have basically what you created with nate is the deep dive podcast network i think i was the third one to join and yeah there are a lot of cool podcasts covering a lot of cool bands so check that out Mm -hmm. i don't know how you would just check that out i guess you could google it i think there's a website (laughs) for the deep dive podcast network yeah deep dive com. i
0: think yeah and before we get podcast network, I'm just keep typing in combinations that's right you'll get there eventually
1: you gotta want it bad enough yeah find it on the x oh, twitter god yeah the x speaking <laughs> of dorks uh before Was we get y too taken? far you and i <laughs> that's always been my preference before we get too far you and i do another podcast we are on a hiatus. Mostly my fault, oh, as usual. yeah. But, Ryan, oh, wow. why don't you tell people about the North by South podcast? I think it's a lot of fun. Some people might enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I mean, it spawned from, like, us going back and forth with these, with our podcast, and we just decided, well, I wrapped up mine, and you just kind of stopped doing yours, even though you didn't wrap it up. But now you're wrapping it up, so you, you do follow through eventually. But in our, like, brief kind of... Uh, hiatus from that single podcast thing we decided to do something different uh me and the simple man we uh well the simple man's from the south and i'm from the north i'm from canada he's from america and we decided to do like a the original concept was kind of like a battle of bands thing based on a theme it kind of evolved from that but it's still that so it didn't really evolve from that <laughs> a little <laughs> yeah, bit yeah we talk about music from our respective homelands and uh the battle part kind of ended and we just kind of just talk about shit now but uh, it's a lot of fun and it's really easy love it Um, we can pick it up and drop it whenever we want we usually just do it once a month but there is uh, two years worth of single months on there right two years and change right yeah quite a few
1: episodes out there yeah Yeah, it's a lot of fun for us to do maybe it's selfish because we just decided to do exactly (laughs) what we want to do but some people have enjoyed it more difficult to get a audience when you're not focused on one band that someone might search for but
0: yeah, yeah it's cool and we, we kind of we kind of just had so much fun with it that we kind of gave up on trying to get an audience so I think that's we could probably scary. figure out ways to, to change it to, to attract more people but
1: nah, i like how it works
0: it's like therapy sh- sessions
2: yeah
1: it's um, about an hour long every month we pick a theme such mm-hmm. as uh drums or sad songs or valentine's day we did you know, love songs gone wrong or I don't know right you get the point and then I'll pick one from America and Rye will pick one song from Canada uh, you know if you're into Skinner, uh, mostly the kind of music I cover I try to keep it southern but I'm into a lot of the Americana music and maybe some newer stuff than Skinner, like Sturgill Simpson or mm-hmm. Drive-By Truckers I've talked about a million times on here and on there as well so yeah you might enjoy it we goof around we bring you some music news we uh we have a lot of fun segments and then we just talk yeah. about like two cool songs and introduce you to a band that maybe you don't know or or talk about one that you already love so yeah check it out north by south podcast for sure I always use people in the clubhouse over there yeah and hey while we're doing a little bit of housekeeping want to let the people know hell hell housekeeping hell house i'm just keeping. looking for Skinnerd ponds the whole please, time please that's what you're here for
0: <laughs> puns puns
1: <laughs> I'm a pawn. <laughs> so I'm selling t-shirts. This is my dream <laughs> from the beginning. It's a complete vanity project, but I got an amazing new logo, which I've got to figure does. out how to put it on. It's not showing up on like the Apple Podcasts or the Spotify or whatever. Mm. I've got to figure out how to update the, the logo from the old shitty one that I made to this new amazing one. So everyone can see it. It was made by, Colonel J.D. Wilkes of the legendary Shack Shakers, who is an amazing right. singer, harmonica player. He has a great band. He's also an author. You picked him on North by South? When, I did. I covered on him North? on North by South about a year or so mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love him. And um, I was lucky enough to get him to do a Skinner Reconsider logo, which I think is badass, and a lot of people have Absolutely agreed. Absolutely badass, yeah. And so I'm making shirts with the logo. It's kind of a... Green, like an olive green with a uh, this awesome logo and orange on top. They are for yeah. sale now. It's got sure. a
0: cool swamp
1: vibe to it. Yeah, that was kind of the at idea. Least, at least the, the mock-up does. I think, well, you know, and this guy, J.D. Wilkes, completely gets, like, the South and the kind of the Gothic Southern culture. And he yeah. nailed it. Exactly what I wanted the logo for the show to look like. And so... I've made a lot of poor decisions as far as how to execute this idea. I decided to go to a print shop in Nashville, which is it's always considered the best one, and to get them to make it so I can hopefully ensure that they're high quality. And so yeah. I paid a bunch of money in advance to get some shirts. Still a small batch, of course, but I, mm-hmm. I should get my hands on those September 21st. Not sure when this podcast will go out. Probably a few days before cool. that. And uh, I'm taking your money if you want to give it to me already email me right. at skinnerd reconsidered at gmail.com i know it's hard to spell but just look at it you know on your phone you're watching you listen to podcasts you're just, listening
0: to the podcast yeah, just,
1: and if you can't figure it out after a few attempts maybe you don't deserve a shirt i mean i'm not trying to be rude <laughs> but email me at skinnerd reconsidered at gmail.com tell give me your address uh what size shirt you want and i will set you up with a few different payment options. You can Venmo me, PayPal me, whatever. Or, you know, check it out on Twitter or Instagram. I've posted the shirts there. If you want to take a look, they look cool. And I've sold quite a few. I'm, I've almost broken even now, right? So that's Canadian. the good news. Awesome. And I've got it. Oh, you still got
0: some out. Canadian currency coming your way, too. I just oh, need to nice. Figure out Thank how you.
1: I want some <laughs> of these shirts out around the world. How cool would that be? It just makes me feel good, yeah. even if I'm not making uh, any money here. Buy a shirt. I think they're cool. Yeah. If you're interested.
0: Yeah, in it's not idea. it's not one of those hacky, you know, uh, you you do the order and then it they print it on a shirt and send it. He's legit getting it from a place in Nashville, which is awesome. And like that was when you were asking me about it like how should I go about this? I that was kind of my suggestion is like oh, yeah, you go for me. quality, go small, but go local. I mean, if it really picks up, if you got like over ordered, then you just go back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: trying to, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to try to do it right and make it legit and make it something people will actually like and wear. When I was there, I the was... The one thing
0: that sucks is the sh- is dealing with the shipping and stuff. So that's a lot of the people will just do the, that one that's like print on demand and then they deal with the shipping and they don't store the stuff. They just print it and
1: yeah. Um, it it is a pain in the ass you don't get the I'm just dealing with like uh, messages one person at a time and trying to keep a spreadsheet right. and... It's actually been a lot of work, but uh, it's cool. It's always exciting when (laughs) someone wants to buy one. Yeah, I went to the shop and uh, I kind of saw how their operation works, which was really cool. And when I was there, they were printing out a bunch of shirts for um, the Bluebird Cafe, which is one of these famous Nashville institutions. Mm -hmm. And he told me that um, they make all the T-shirts for that place. And this is another, this is further evidence of how Big Nashville is and what a touristy place it is now. Because Bluebird was featured on like that show, Nashville, and it's one of the places people know right. to visit. And it is a cool place, even though it's impossible to get into now and it's been ruined. But right. but they He's he said a shirt. they print ten thousand dollars <laughs> worth of shirts every month for that place. Right. Jeez. Just for the where it just for the they sell it in like gift shops too, and yeah, like, they sell it yeah. there and I guess online, you know and. Yeah, I don't know, but that's it's crazy. But anyway, yeah, yeah. they're legit. They're cool. The shirts are gonna be great. So buy one from me. Oh, it's it's twenty nine dollars. Another thing I couldn't figure. I was thinking twenty five dollars for shirts. 99 and, uh, <laughs> and I'm just gonna charge everybody four dollars shipping and handling. I'll probably get screwed, but twenty nine dollars. Yeah, all you're gonna in. get fucked on that for sure. But nah, the... <laughs> whatever.
3: Yeah.
0: So buy yeah, one. man. I'm I I've seen it. I guarantee you'll uh, you'll. You'll uh, not only break even, but you'll have a couple of bucks to buy yourself
1: a Sabbath bloody podcast shirt. Hell yeah. You need to do (laughs) it.
3: I was thinking about this the other day. Like
1: someone might listen to this 10 years from now, like not a lot of people, (laughs) but if you're listening to this 10 years from now, I probably have a few shirts left. (laughs) Send me an email. (laughs) I'll send it to you. Yeah. I mean, you got to pay me, but uh, like, do people still listen to your podcast even though it's Several years old. They do, they do. Yeah, I
0: still get. I still get I mean, a lot of. Uh, it's there forever. It's
1: still. I mean, we're talking about old bands, so it's still just as timely, really. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah and there's still big fan bases for both bands that we we uh, we cover too. So exactly. that's kind of why these things work. Um, but uh,
1: yeah, it's eternal. So now, Ryan why don't we get into the song of the day? Some of our keen listeners might have picked up on the fact that we're going to talk about a song called Coming Home which is one of my very favorite Skinnerd songs and one of yours as well absolutely I, I couldn't end this podcast without talking about it and playing it yeah you know this thing's wrapping up there's a slight chance I'll you know some people have asked if I'm going to do like the Muscle Shoals sessions that I'm about to talk about or first and last album first and last or maybe <laughs> yeah. the uh, the live album there's a lot of great stuff mm-hmm. and I've touched on it a little there bit is. but I don't know, maybe one day I'll come back and talk about some of this, but probably not. This will probably be the end. But So I wanted to at least cover it at a high level. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, the very first Skinnered recordings in a proper studio were in Muscle Shoals in 1971 and 1972. And they're pretty great. For whatever reason, they weren't released until after the plane crash. This was before the pronounced sessions the debut mm-hmm. album and after uh, the plane crash these recordings were released as first and last which is pretty clever right. the very first recordings and what we thought at the time would be the last skinner recordings to be released we didn't know that john old van zant would come along and make an album <laughs> called god and guns or any of that <laughs> garbage so really, it was the, the first recordings and the last release from the real Skinner band, as I like to say. And in Street Survivors, it came out like,
0: wasn't it like three months after it came out that the crash happened or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. So it was three
1: days. Three days. Okay. Right yeah. after. Right. Insane. After. Yeah. But yeah, Skinner had some, some great songs that never made it onto a proper album that were recorded at Muscle Shoals. There were also some songs they recorded during those sessions that were re-recorded for the debut album. Mm -hmm. I've talked about Muscle Shoals before on here, uh, but there are two legendary studios in Muscle Shoals. The first was Fame Studio, which was started by Rick Hall in the late 1950s, and many hits were made there. They called Muscle Shoals the hit capital of the world. There were seminal recordings by Aretha Franklin and Wilson Pickett. In fact, it is here that Wilson Pickett recorded his amazing cover of Hey Jude, which features a blistering guitar solo at the end. After hearing the sessions, there were people at Atlantic Records who began asking who had played these guitar solos. And Rick Hall responded with a handwritten note that read, Some hippie cat who's been living in our parking lot. (laughs) Of course, that hippie cat was Dwayne Allman. Uh, So this is where he got his start. And many say Mm -hmm. that that song is the birth of Southern rock, kind of combines all the elements that make Southern rock what it is.
3: we make it better.
1: you haven't seen the Muscle Shoals documentary, any music fan should, oh, should check it out. It's fantastic. Yeah. The musical yeah. history there is incredible, and it covers a lot of what I'm discussing today. The session musicians at Rick Hall's Fame Studio were called the Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section. The four primary members were Barry Beckett on the keyboards, Jimmy Johnson on guitar, Roger Hawkins on drums, and David Hood on the bass. And at some point, they decided to leave Fame Studios and start their own studio, a competing business nearby. They called it the Muscle Shoals Sound Studio at 3614 Jackson Highway in nearby Sheffield, Alabama. And there were tons of legendary records that were made in this studio. And and still, both of these studios are active, and there are cool bands that go there to try to capture that magic. Uh, special sound you can get at these places. These studios became known as a place where you could go, you could get a great sound, and you could be completely left alone. Because if you haven't been to either one of these places, uh, it's in a nothing town, right. very close to where my dad grew up. I've discussed this with him many times. Uh, and I've talked about it with Mike Cooley on this podcast. Who also grew up around there. And it seems that yeah. nobody around that age knew that all this was happening. All this musical history was taking place near them. So, for example, the Rolling Stones could come to town, record Brown Sugar and Wild Horses. They could mm-hmm. get this great sound, and no one bothered them. So, you know, that's pretty appealing, I would imagine, for you know, these huge artists. Yeah. And this is where Skinner made their first recordings, the Muscle Shoals Sound Studio, not Fame. And again, they're very good, but they weren't released until years later. Uh, I should mention that the Muscle Shoals rhythm section was also known as the Swampers. It was during these recording <laughs> sessions, and <laughs> you right. Uh, this is when Ronnie and the band fell in love with Alabama. They wrote a song about it that a lot of you have heard. It's called Sweet Home Alabama. Of course, it has the line, uh, in Muscle Shoals, they've got the Swampers. They've been known to pick a song or two. So that's the origin there. Yeah, Skinner's First and Last, that album was released in 1978. Uh, in 1998 it was repackaged and released as Skinner's First the complete Muscle Shoals album that had a few different uh few additional tracks that were added yeah mostly other
0: takes that that ended up on the uh like pronounced album and all that um, cuz the first and last they kind of took more of the uh the unreleased stuff in there it seemed i think they they still mm-hmm. have the the freebird demo or whatever but um it's interesting when you look at them, because I, I, they must have gone back and done some work on it, too. Because uh, if you look at the liner notes, which I I have in front of me, like, you have, like, uh, Ed King on bass for some of it, and Billy Powell's on piano. And, that, like, if it was that 71 sessions, those cats wouldn't have been in there by then, right? So
1: Yeah, I think maybe Billy Powell, but definitely not Ed King. Uh, I think the proper mm. band at the time the recording was... Uh, they didn't have Ed King yet. They did have, um, they had Ricky Medlock, who played the drums on the majority of this, this album. That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, didn't, um, they had a different bass player too? Like Leon left for a little bit. They had Larry Junstrom,
1: yeah, who was like the original right. bass player. But actually, Leon is on most of the album, and he's on the song we're going to okay. talk about today. And Bob Burns, who's on Pronounced, of course, he's on the song we're going to listen to today. So you know, there's some crossover there, but yeah, Ricky Medlock played drums on most of these songs. Of course, Ricky Mudlock went on to form uh, Blackfoot and is still playing guitar with Leonard Skinnerd, and he's great. great. I mean, he's he is great, totally yeah. legit. He is he is
0: the 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 the, the one bright point of the post ninety one Skinnerd.
1: Exactly right. Uh, But you're right, to your point earlier, I think it was in 75 and 76 that they went, they did do some overdubs. Ed King played on, uh, added guitar to a few songs. Pretty much intact, but, you know, again, probably punched up a little bit. But it's crazy Mm -hmm. for a discarded track like this to be as great as it is. It sounds great. It's just a killer song. You know, it's one of our favorites, like we've said. It's called Coming Home. It was written by Ronnie Van Zant, of course, and Alan Collins. So what do you say, Rye? Do you want to get into it? Let's get into it. he's ragging on the city again ronnie hates concrete guys <laughs> he is just a country boy he does not like concrete even in the earliest such a, days
0: <laughs> yeah he's such a country boy but um yeah like the build is so great on here just that i mean the skinner's always great with the uh the little like harmonics that the, the one guitar player is doing and i can't pick them out like t-bone does but. i can't either i can't either. <laughs> Uh, there's some, some great layering so far and the piano is, it's kind of busy, but it's it works though. awesome. It's right in time. Right. And is, yes. I think that what helps that is the, um, well, is, is it Medlock on the drums for this? Yeah, it is. No, right? it's Bob Burns
1: actually on this. Oh, is it? it oh, okay. Is,
0: yeah. All right. So, uh, real simple, uh, timekeeping drum beat there mm-hmm. and the bass is nice and just not busy, but like low. Um, so that dancy piano works. It's just a perfect build and uh, it just keeps building and it releases nicely. <laughs> it, it
1: is. Yeah. The piano is kind of busy, but it's melodic and it completely works for me. And you're right. It just soars on the chorus. So let's get back.
0: Man, that three-part harmony on the vocals is killer. Like, it's like foreshadowing what they would be doing with the Haunt Cats. Just, um, but it's done with a bunch of bunch of boys there, uh, and the way that it releases. So it does the, the the harmony, and then it releases into just Ronnie by himself. Um, what a, amazing vocals all over this one. I love this song, man. It's so good. I haven't listened to it for a while. Actually, it's it's fantastic.
1: You know what's great about it? I was just going to say that is uh, you don't hear it all the time. You don't hear it on the radio. You're not worn out on it. I mean, it's a great song, but you, it's easy to forget about because if you reach for a Skinnerd album, it's probably not going to be first and last. And this is just like a hidden gem that every time you remember it, you play it and it's like, oh, this is so damn good. This is like top 10 Skinnerd songs, maybe top five, in my opinion. Yeah, And uh, you're Me not too. worn out on it. Yeah. So it's just a treat whenever you whenever you think about playing it. And I think it's one of uh, I think it's one of Ronnie's best vocals. Ronnie is It is. You know, we love Ronnie. He obviously was the band in so many ways wouldn't exist without him or anything close to it despite how great the guitar players were and everybody else. But he's not like he's not what you would call just some amazing he's not what you would call an amazing singer, right? Yeah. But this song is just right in his range.
0: Oh, yeah. He hits every He's, note perfectly. He effortlessly can like hold those into those courses, and the changes yes. that the instruments do underneath, he just glues it right together. It's incredible. And he does it, a couple of different kind of variations of it, as we'll see as we roll through here. But, uh, yeah, I'm totally with you. It's like one of my top top three, <laughs> even. Oh, wow. Um, but I heard this quite a bit because one of the first albums that I got was the Golden Platinum album. Oh, yeah. And they snuck, they snuck a couple of Muscle Shoals ones on there, and this was one of them. So I had it on cassette, on my dad's cassette, and I'd listen to it all the time. And uh, it had this, like, it, like I didn't know Skinnerd from just, you know, I just knew the classic rock stuff. But when I burned that album all the way through, like, it just has that vibe. It, had, it feels like it's, it's good enough to be in that range of those classic ones. It doesn't feel like a throwaway song at all. No, um, I think so. I'm surprised they didn't redo it. Like, they didn't uh, bring it in on another session, because... Uh,
1: it's i incredible. incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never heard it on the radio growing up. I heard it with my dad. No, uh, no. but it just as far as the quality of the song, it it belongs there with the uh, the one the songs that everybody knows.
0: Yeah, it was this in Down South Juke and yeah, they were on right.
1: that that compilation. Yep. Um,
0: and I later I bought the the vinyl of it, which is a ridiculous cover. Have you seen the cover of that one? I might have shown oh. it to you sometime. It's got a skeleton in front of a baseball oh yes. with the stars and bars on his arm <laughs> holding a revolver pointed straight at you with a tongue coming out of the <laughs> revolver it's it's just incredible I have too. seen that just all the way in let's shove every I mean single you talk about t-shirts ridiculous stereotype <laughs> yeah i need that one
1: <laughs> yeah oh, that's amazing
3: i'm a
0: So much space, even in the verses. This ramps into a freebird little bit.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, the dynamics before they go back down, like that—that that little section was just charging. I mean, that was kind of Incredible. aggressive, yeah. and then back to just this pretty softer
0: sound. And it sounds like one of the one of the lads on guitar there, one of the blokes, they dropped their pick and they kind of just they're doing little like kind of finger picking. Uh huh. Um, just those little there's quick little ones that don't don't sound like your typical well there's a slide in there as well there's all kinds of fucking guitar in this band i don't know if you guys <laughs> know fucking Leonard skinner man guitar players. <laughs> um but it does, there's like the yeah these little like just seems like a two two string kind of plucks um okay and it goes into this part here right after that powerful driving i'd call it a pre-chorus i guess or yeah some but um this time they don't continue through they just, or it's a post chorus I guess you would call it you're right it, it is they, after the chorus coming home Not and before. then they do yeah. that yeah <laughs> so after the post chorus and then there's a cool little instrumental break here with the guitars that is
2: lovely let's
1: check it out
0: So good, great, so great fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> That whole part has that that wind up drug trip vibe to it, but then the and then it goes back to that that piano. And yeah, doodle, doodle. <laughs> it, It's just the dynamics in the song are incredible. Um, yeah, it takes you on a ride up up and down. Yeah. and keeps you
1: engaged. I mean, how long is the song? It's, uh, it's it's actually five it's and a half long. minutes long but it does yeah, so not feel pretty, like it's heading towards yeah. six minutes it goes by once fast once you
0: get past four a song can drag if it doesn't have the right dynamics but this definitely has the right dynamics no doubt I want it to be longer I'm missing That ride is killer. Yeah, the bell of the ride symbol.
1: Especially on, you guys yeah. should listen to this on headphones. That little guitar part that comes in, it's like very prominent. It's just a mm-hmm. one little run. And then he just uh, lets it feed, go feed back. back. It, it, it just sounds so yeah. simple and perfect. Yeah. And then just let it, yeah. Let's listen to it again. That song cooks, right? We, we are gushing. <laughs> and I can't believe of all the it's a beauty episodes where I'm gushing with a guess that it's me and you because we like to be smart asses we like to shit on shit stuff, oh, yeah, it's me. fun it's funny but more than anything we love music not with my skinnerd i and this i, is I, good I music. i
0: know there's a lot of skinnerd that we could shit oh, on yeah. but uh, <laughs> i've done it <laughs> there's some good shit we're reconsidering Skinner. We are, yeah. man.
1: You know, I always have to talk about the lyrics, uh, especially on our North by South podcast. probably do that too much. I like to use my old English degree. You know, in, in this song, it's, the lyrics are perfect for the song, but they're nothing special at all. It's like kind of rock 101. There are a million songs about I'm going home. It's, but there's a reason there are a million songs about that. It's just the most natural impulse, right? Like you're a kid and you're sad. Something's going wrong. What do you say? You either say, I want my mama, or I want to go home, (laughs) right? I'm taking my ball, I'm I'm going going home. home. Your boy Ozzy, Mama, I'm coming home. Yeah, comes home to his mama. Home Sweet Home, Motley Crue. I mean, there are a million rock songs about this. But, you know, just to read a few of the lyrics, it's, uh, he says, I miss old friends that I once had. Times ain't changed, and I'll be glad when I go home. I don't know why the thought came to me, but why I'm here I really can't see. And it's just simple songwriting by Ronnie. Again, I'm not gonna gush over the lyrics, but they're perfect for this song. Mm-hmm. They work. It's all you need. They are. It's great. And the the uh, vocal melodies
0: that he chooses are very. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. He he changes it up, and there's a lot. Like I was saying, there's a lot of like space in the verses.
1: Yeah, the rhythm that, of like, the he, of the vocals. He could
0: just like sing it on the on the beat, but. It, he kind of like stops for like half a bar and then comes back in and then catches up by doing a little rhythm um, or a little melody uh, and holds going into those post-chorus, pre-choruses, what whatever we, we decided. It. It, yeah. I, just super powerful stuff. He was, he was special. He was
1: special. <laughs> special guy. What's funny is that as much as I love music and I'm even a drummer, you know, just as a hobby. So I think about rhythm but it wasn't until the last few years I really thought about the rhythm and vocals and what a difference that can make, mm-hmm. and the melody and vocals. And actually, this reminds me of something you taught me. One of my favorite songs of all time is by the Cranberries. <laughs> it's called uh, Okay. It's uh, Dreams, and I know. I should share that yes. on the Skinner podcast because it's something very different. No. But that song is beautiful. <laughs> it's incredible. It's such a good song. Oh, yeah. And there's a reason why it's used in like every movie and TV show because it just instantly makes you feel something. And mm-hmm. for such a song, a song that soars and in my mind just has these beautiful melodies, you pointed out to me that all the melodies come from the vocals. The, the actual yeah. musical track is pretty basic. It's very, very stripped down. It's almost just like a trance mm-hmm.
0: kind of bass and atmospheric guitar but yeah it's all in her uh, melodies Not to bring up Black Sabbath, but that's what I love about Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. I mean, th- th- and that's the thing that a lot of people disregard him as, like, "I ah, just shit singer. But, like, the melodies he comes up with are incredible, on, on, especially on that 70s Sabbath stuff. And uh, the other band members, like, Geezer Butler, who writes out all the lyrics for him, like, he, every time he defends him, he says, yeah, it's all Ozzy. Like, the, the melodies that he comes up with is more than what he, like he should be praised for than yeah the fact that he doesn't write these lyrics or whatever what he does with them like yeah he basically filled the lyrics in over what the melody line that he did and that's that's a big part of uh it's yeah it's not always um heralded as as the best part of a singer-songwriter there is all oh, the profound lyrics right. like Morrissey more right. is <laughs> the Smiths or but like the melodies and there's what makes those guys incredible yeah, it's a huge part your of your boy it. prince
1: and you know you think of guys like ozzy and ronnie who don't play instruments and you maybe you don't think of them as being as musical but yeah they're coming up with these melodies and uh i don't know i it's it's probably the most basic thing in the world to everyone else but i'd never focused <laughs> on that very much until the last few years yeah
0: no i was the same too. Mm-hmm.
1: i guess rye we should probably rate this song coming home by leonard gosh darn Skinnerd, on a scale of one to five Skinnerds.
0: i'm gonna let you go first what are the skinner what's what's the conversion rate on the Skinnerds this season it's been a while since i've i've looked at the stuff yeah i'm not sure i will say the first
1: two songs i've gone gone pretty low uh, Have you gone pretty low so far? Well, this
0: one doesn't really count towards. No, this is obviously uh, an interruption,
1: uh, bonus episode, a little break from Street Survivors, just because we had to do this. And to be honest, my big (laughs) plan—I'm—I'm going to apologize, guys. I really wanted this last season to record or to release one episode every week on time. And my plan was to like (laughs) do bonus episodes like this to kind of put them in the bank and help me out when I get busy. I didn't do that, and I'm already weeks behind. So, thanks for bearing with me. <laughs> uh, we're gonna finish it, but yeah, I'm gonna throw some fun bonus ones in there. Hope you like it. Did you not learn anything about our monthly quotas
0: that we try to do? God, I should have. Myself? That's the only manageable it thing is, for us. It right? really is. <laughs> right, it's kind of the sweet spot. Yeah, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give this five skinners for what it's worth. Love <laughs> it, because uh, this is yeah top, definitely like. The top go-to songs for me and you're right it's it's not one of their known ones so it kind of feels like a hidden gem mm-hmm. still exactly even though it is on their greatest hits gold and platinum i don't know how it went gold or platinum <laughs> since it was not <laughs> Wasn't. not released even at that time i bet you yeah, yeah they were uh <laughs> might have been bending the rules a little or bit would have been out first and last yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i'll give it the
1: five skinners for what it's i love worth. it i love it <laughs> I think it deserves it. I have to keep in mind how I've rated other songs and how it all breaks down together. Absolutely. yeah. I don't really... You know, the truth is, there are a lot of things I did uh, structuring this podcast that I did as a joke because I thought they were stupid and no one got the joke. Like, for example, what's the difference between a 4.6 song and a 4.7 song? I don't know. I was just thinking of Pitchfork, how they do like 8.3. I just always thought that was kind of dumb. So that's why I started doing this. And then, of course... You know, I start with I Ain't The One, which is one of my favorite Skinner songs. And uh, I don't even know yeah, what my journey yeah. was going to look like at the time. So I probably went too low on right. that. You know, you would get, probably make some uh, changes if you could live your life again. If I could go back in time and change Absolutely. anything, it would be probably my rating of I Ain't The One. <laughs> your distribution of yeah, my distribution. of Skinnered. But so I'm going to go, uh, <laughs> long story short, I'm going to give Coming Home four point eight. Skinners, which is
0: Ooh, that's big there. i love it nice yeah. and i'm glad you do because uh it's got all the elements and like yeah. and if you don't like this song you don't like classics you don't like classic rock i'll say you don't like class yeah you don't like classic any yeah you suck we hate you <laughs> you suck <laughs> get out <Yeah>. of
1: here <laughs> yeah you know uh we don't want to say goodbye and you and i won't have to but yeah, maybe maybe the the listeners will hear you once again on Skinner Reconsidered. Who knows? I know I always got great feedback when you guest hosted, and I appreciate you coming awesome. on again, especially when we haven't done our North by South podcast in three months. And you were very cool to say like, "No, oh, let's do your Skinner thing, and we'll get to that later." Yeah, why why not really bump up this hiatus, work on some side projects? Yeah, right? there you go. But we will get back you to don't the- have to be
0: in the super group all the
1: time. <laughs> We will get back to North by South. I do think people should check it out; that they'll like it. They should and check out Sabbath Bloody podcast. Just because you're done doesn't mean you should quit promoting it, man. It's out there for people to listen <laughs> to, and it's great. It's always there. It's Always there yeah. when you need it.
0: And buy, buy some fucking t shirts, lads. Go. Let's let's get those babies moving. Yeah, let's get another batch you know, going. Look, different color. I want I want some color.
1: I want some different yeah, colors. We're just gonna keep going as long as you keep buying it, man. <laughs> Uh, you, can, you want to look variants, cool, man. It's all about the variants these days. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, I, I really appreciate you. We've already done the gushy stuff with each other and with Skinnerd, but yeah, honestly, <laughs> this thing wouldn't have happened this, or at least wouldn't have gone this long without you. And uh, I really appreciate you as a friend oh. and a supporter of the show, and as an awesome Gee, guest see, host man. and guest today. So, yeah, I love you, man. I love you,
2: <laughs> you
1: baby. I
2: know. fucking Leonard Skinner man